Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, hi, welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. And this is a part two episode of the year that was 2021. So you may or may not have listened to the first half of uh, this summary, which I did, I recorded uh, and released last week, which was a personal overview of my 2021. And this second part is the business overview of 2021, which I cannot wait to dive in with you. So you may or may not like to go back and listen to the personal component, which I shared last week. Uh, and this is where I'm going to dive into the business side of things. And obviously there is some overlap between the two. The personal summary is of course a little bigger because it encompasses everything outside of the business. Um, so if you listen back to that episode, you'll hear more about my wedding this year, uh, getting our puppy this year, uh, and a whole bunch of other things besides. And in this episode, I'm going to take you into my big business goal for the year, whether or not we achieved that goal, some highlights from the year that was, some of the biggest challenges of the year, uh, and some of the biggest lessons. So I'm going to dive straight on in and take you into a summary of Swift Ventures for 2021. We're going to dive straight into my goal for this year because I declared this goal very early on in the year with you all. And I remember doing so with so much trepidation. And that was that my goal was to earn, I wrote it down. I've literally went back to my goals. I've wrote it down as earn $1 million in sales in 2021 earn a million dollars in sales in 2021. And I feel like I've shifted and changed that throughout the year because there were times when I was very much gunning for a million dollars in cash. And then I had moments of celebration for other wins around what that million dollars was. And so to be honest, I don't necessarily know whether I had immense clarity on whether it was revenue, sales, or cash, but I'm going to share with you the breakdown of, of all of it or a summary of all of it rather. So 
we can determine whether we celebrate a win or not here. So a million dollars in sales in 2021. Now, did I achieve that goal in 2021? Did I achieve over a million dollars in sales? And the answer is yes. Yes, we did achieve over a million dollars in sales in 2021. We did not achieve over a million dollars in cash this year. We are still a couple of hundred thousand shy of cash. And that is because I don't really incentivize upfront payments in any way. So we have recurring payments coming in from the inner circle and the mastermind, and they are going to continue into 2022. So we didn't reach our cash figure this year, but we did achieve over a million in sales. I believe as of last count, it was around 1.1 in sales. So like I said, not a million in cash, still a couple of hundred shy because that cash continues into 2022. But you know what? I am celebrating it as a win. I am 100% celebrating that as my win because if this was a client standing before me, would I be encouraging them to celebrate it as a win? Hell yes, I would. And what I also know to be true is that the sales figure comes before the cash. And this is just such a great example of, you know, when we set goals and not attaching to the detail around those goals, like it would be so easy for me to sit here and beat myself up for not reaching that cash figure this year. But quite honestly, that's just not something that I would ever do because I know that that's not the thing that gets you closer to your goals. If you've been a client of mine, you'll know I always say the term like celebrations breed celebrations. And I really believe that to be true. And so me being in this energy of really celebrating that win is exactly the place that I want to be in. And you know, just while we're on the celebrations around this figure, we also did well over a million dollars in cash in the entirety of the business this year. Uh, so we will do over 2 million in cash in 2022 for the lifetime of the company, which is, I think it's three and a half years that we've had the company to date. Uh, and we also have profit margins of over 65%, which I'm incredibly proud of because you know, when we're talking about figures within uh, businesses, so often we talk about the revenue figure. So we hear people talk about 10K months or six figure years, but what we don't necessarily hear about is how much of that is your costs. So for example, somebody could be earning a six figure year, 100K in a year, and they could have 80K in costs for all we know. And so, you know, by sharing that we've had a profit margin of over 65%, that demonstrates how profitable the business is right now. And that, that profit margin includes profit and salary, which once again, you know, is something that I'm incredibly proud of because I know that when we ensure that we can make these figures work around having a leaner business, it means that that's when we can grow. When we have a lot of expenses, what I find is that the business comes becomes really heavy in those expenses and it actually becomes harder to scale. And so there's 
there's obviously a really key sweet spot here because you absolutely do need to invest more to scale. And I have this year, we've added on around 50K uh, in additional expenses this year, predominantly related to team and also coaching investment support that I received. So I invested in Rachel Rogers Mastermind this year. Um, I continued to work with my coach, Lacey Sites this year, but we've brought on additional team. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. But Overall, really just celebrating those figures in a really big way. I'm so proud of the business and what we have created this year. Now, to share a little bit more around the million dollars and not achieving the million dollar cash, I just want to provide a little bit of context around this because this became a very conscious choice for me in the business this year. So when we got to September this year, I hit a point where I was starting to map out the final quarter for the year in the business. And as I was mapping out the final quarter, I started asking myself questions of, all right, what do I want this final quarter of the year to look like? What launches are we doing for this final quarter? What are we creating for this final quarter? What is happening And something that was just coming through so strongly for me and had been for some time was this need for me to reduce my hours in the business and really build a body of understanding of you can run a successful business without doing 30, 40 hours a week and without constantly looking to grow your business. And so the reason why I want to share this is because you know, when we're building our businesses in the first, you know, usually one to five approximately years of business, and it's certainly been this way for me today, is that we're always in this space of growing and building and developing in our businesses. And I very, very consciously went, you know what, for the last quarter of the year, I am not going to add any additional revenue to the business. So that meant no launches. We haven't done any launches for this final quarter of the year no additional selling, no additional revenue coming in outside of recurring revenue in our mastermind programs. And that I was just going to focus solidly as, as always on serving our clients really, really well. And instead prioritizing some other things in the business that I've never prioritized, such as building out extra systems and processes within the team, really prioritizing, delegating more to our team and building proof for myself that I can have this business where I'm not working 30 to 40 hours a week and it's still successful and it's still growing and it's still thriving. And so that was a really conscious choice for me. I remember one particular session with my mentor, Lacey, having this conversation with her and really, and it was quite an epiphany for me of just knowing that I've I needed to to take my foot off the pedal, take my foot off the gas in some ways and saying to her, I feel like this is something that I need to do for the last quarter of the year. And she said to me, you know, you've built this business where you've got the opportunity to do this. Like you don't need to sell anything for the next three months. You don't need to do anything for the next three months. And that just felt really revolutionary to me and something that actually makes me quite teary when I think about because you know, we, we work so hard to build these businesses and create something magical and 
it was a real lesson for me in being able to actually just really enjoy that these past few months and live my life and work less in the business knowing that obviously when I'm in the business, I'm still showing up so fully. And so I'm just so mindful to tell the full story. And there's always so much to tell in these conversations that I am still so invested in my business, but I also just needed a season of no more extra. Let's just focus on what is. And so it was a really conscious decision to, in some ways, leave money on the table. You know, we could have created over a million in cash this year. And I know the ways that we would have done it. And it felt really important for me to not go after that goal because there were more important things to do, such as trusting that intuitive niggle that told me that I really needed to focus on peeling back, paring back my time a little bit and know that I can run this business from that place moving forward. And I am so, so incredibly proud of myself for making that decision and so glad that I have because I already know that I'm approaching 2022 in a different way just through that mindset, knowing that not everything has to come from me working really hard. That's just a summary of my goal what I achieved, what I didn't necessarily achieve. Quite honestly, there's nothing here that doesn't feel like I haven't achieved. I'm so grateful and proud and thrilled with what we've created this year in the business. And I'm so proud of my team and how they've rallied together. And yeah, it it makes me beyond emotional actually, just to think about what's been created in Swift Ventures this year, because the vision is so much more than me now. All right. Let's talk to some of the highlights of the year. So to share with you some of the business highlights for 2021, the first is that we expanded our team and I touched on this briefly just before. So we expanded our team this year to include two epic support coaches. And when I say expanded to include two epic support coaches, One of those is Nivek Harrison, who, if you're a long-time listener, you know is my absolutely incredible OBM, Uh, and she has been in a support coach role, you know, for some time now, but we really formalized it this year, and we also brought in the incredible Taryn Bolt. So between the two of them, we just have the most powerhouse in strategy, business backend, business model understanding, launch, content, marketing. Uh, Honestly, I, I cannot tell you how proud of myself I am for hiring two of the smartest, most exceptional coaches there are in the biz. Uh, and they have just blown me away this year. They've blown my clients away. The ways in which they support my clients is just incredible. It feels like a a super like triple threat coaching team that we have for the Swift Marketing Mastermind nowadays. Obviously, I am still a lead coach and still run the coaching calls myself. And I have Taryn and Niv supporting me with office hours calls and also supporting me alongside me in the Facebook group. 
In addition to those support coach roles, we also brought on Christy, our incredible new content manager. So Christy has had a huge year this year. She came into this role at the same time as having her beautiful baby girl. And it's just been so special and so wonderful having her in the business. She's just brilliant brains and really great at high level strategy and content and is working alongside uh, Niv, myself and Christy, our uh, socials coordinator to really ensure that our content for 2022 is going to be top notch because Outside of the podcast this year, we've done less on socials and I'm really, really excited to elevate our content strategy in a big, big way next year. We're going to have so much more shared through so many more platforms. I did a lot of talking on podcasts this year, which I loved and will continue doing, but we're really going to focus on making our content go further next year. So a lot more repurposing, a lot more you know, taking one piece of content and, and making it really work for us. And so I know that uh, Christy is going to help us do that in a really big way. In addition to those incredible new team members, we also maintained all of our other incredible team. Our OBM, Nivek Harrison, who I just could not imagine this business without, who is just the most incredible OBM, uh, who I just love so dearly and who uh, has just had such a big impact on Swift Ventures. She has been with me for another year this year. Our incredible VA, Tanya, who has supported Niv especially in such a big way this year, uh, who is amazing at what she does and just streamlines so many things in our business and our incredible socials and content coordinator, Christy, who is behind the scenes, ensuring that everyone is engaged with and everything is responded to across our Facebook group and our socials. You always get me in DMs, but sometimes you might get Christy responding in a comment or somewhere else to make sure that everyone is seen and loved and responded to. So really proud of those team wins. So excited for, um, the team that we've created this year and, uh, just, yeah, absolutely incredible humans that I get to work with every single day who share the vision. Uh, And, you know, I've been asked by clients a bit this year about my thoughts around how to have a really great team and what that looks like, because, you know, we've had an incredible year in the team. And whilst people will always come and go in business and you will have different seasons and different challenges, something that I believe is really unique and special about Swift Ventures is that from day one, everyone is bought into the vision. And so anyone that comes on board in Team Swift is brought into what it is that we are wanting to create, how it is that we serve our people, what our vision is, what our values are. And, you know, we share those and we all buy into those together. We also have, you know, if it was corporate, we would call it a flat structure within the company. But essentially what that means is that nobody in Swift Ventures is more important than anyone else. So 
I am not more important than any of my team. Nivek is not more important than any of our team. We are all equally as important. Our roles are all equally as important and everyone does their bit within their roles to contribute to our goals. So our goals are always shared goals. The Millie this year was a shared goal and a shared win. And you can bet that the team have been updated every step of the way this year um, so that you know we're all in on this goal and these milestones and, and working together to make this happen. And so the biggest thing that I would say when you're building your team is to really closely pay attention to how you're creating a shared vision and ensuring that you're constantly sharing that with your team and you're not keeping it too close to your chest because the more it's shared, the more everyone's bought in and the more everyone wants to participate in creating uh, those goals. All right. So other highlights from this year, we had some really great coverage in Success Magazine, which was epic, as well as Medium's Authority Magazine, um, which, you know, I'm thrilled about. We sold out our masterminds faster than ever before. So we are getting some pretty astronomical records with uh, now, you know, sending one email and being 50, 60% sold out of the mastermind, which just blows my mind every single time. And I'm so, so grateful for the reputation that's been created for the Swift Marketing Mastermind. And I know that it's only possible because of the people who have been in that experience. So if you're listening to this and you are a past Swifty or a current Swifty, and you've ever said kind words about the mastermind, please know that that is something that I am so, so beyond grateful for because that's the only way that that this business runs really effectively is because of people who, you know, support us and care about our business and sharing kind words about our business if they felt valued and supported. We also on that note have a retention rate on the Swift Inner Circle that is over 95%. So I am incredibly, incredibly proud of that. And while I expect fully that that number will shift and ebb and flow, and if it does, it also doesn't mean anything about the business. But right now, just having that figure of, you know, 95% retention rate is something that I'm just so delighted about. And this is since the start of the inner circle. We tend to have clients who come and stay and, you know, I get it as somebody who really appreciates going deep with my coach and continuing to work consistently with a coach as you're building into six figures and multiple six figures, because I truly believe that if you are constantly switching between coaches, you're wasting time educating each person on your business. And it's just, you lose time and, and you lose, it's inefficient essentially. And so I really, really understand wanting to continue with a similar coach, the same coach, and I get really invested in my clients' businesses. And so it's just something that I'm incredibly proud of. And if you're hearing the term Swift in a Circle for the first time, that is my program that I don't advertise publicly because it's only available to my clients that have gone through the Swift Marketing Mastermind if they reach a certain income level. And even then, we have a really long wait list for that at the moment, gratefully so. And of course, we didn't share it with the wait list this year or this last round because of that high retention rate. Another thing that I'm really proud of this year is being at a stage in my business where I'm now witnessing clients who are hitting a million dollars in their business. So 
I have had uh, several clients this year who I've worked with through different seasons of their business who have hit the million dollar mark, women that I just love so dearly and have allowed me to celebrate with them when they've hit that point in their business and, uh, you know, celebrating for them rather because they are 100% the heroes of their own story. And it's just feels like a real privilege to be able to be part of someone's journey on the road to the Millie mark. And in addition to that, several current clients hitting over half a million dollars as well, which has just been phenomenal. And of course, it's not just about the money here. It's what all of that represents. So, you know, more spaciousness, more profitability, more, you know, self-belief and understanding what's possible for them. It's, it's just an absolute joy and something that, um, that's something that just, I have no words, just is just really, really special to me. We have also had more client results than ever before. We've had more 10K months, more clients leaving their jobs, just so many incredible wins in this past year, which has just been absolutely phenomenal. So they are the key highlights from the year that's been. I was saying to one of my girlfriends the other day, you know, this year has been a year of consistency that has led to big results. It's really special actually, because it feels like a real representation of practicing what I preach here, because what I always talk about and share is that, you know, success comes through the consistent daily action. Success comes through consistently showing up. Success comes through the day-to-day things, the day-to-day tasks, the the stuff that no one sees you do repeatedly, uh, like, you know, serving your clients really well and making sure that, you know, thinking about how you can better your programs all the time and doing the consistent sales work and all of those things. And it's really been interesting because the wins that we have achieved this year, things like the retention rate and selling out faster and, you know, reaching our income goals, those things have all been achieved this year through like consistent action. We haven't had a year of, oh my gosh. And then I got that email in my inbox of the speaking opportunity that changed my life. Or then I got the coverage that blew up my entire business. Or then I launched this one thing that I'd never launched before and everything changed. It's not been that year. And quite honestly, I think that that's a really good story to tell because it's the story that is most reflective of how I've seen success look, which is, as I was saying, that that consistent action is what leads to the best, the most amazing, the most consistent, incredible results. Let's now talk about some of the worst of the year. Let's talk about some of the worst. So I think the the most challenging thing that I've encountered this year is having my first year where I felt really misunderstood at times, where uh, as my, I guess my brand has grown and I've, you know, put myself, I was going to say exposed, that's the wrong word, put myself out there on other people's podcasts and grown my audience. I've had things and, you know, I, I can't get specific here because legally I can't get specific, right? But I've had things said about me that are untrue or or I've had, you know, perceptions made about me that are inaccurate. And that, of course, is going to happen when you're building a business and a brand where you're putting yourself out there. 
Che always says to me, he's like, you know, you deal with the general public. And so you're going to get challenges that arise with dealing with the general public. And obviously, as I'm speaking to all of you, I know, like, and I'm so grateful that 99% of my community, aka all of you are just the most phenomenal human beings. And so the majority of the time I attract the most exceptional humans. Um, But every now and again, you know, you might get something that just isn't quite accurate or isn't quite right or is a misconception or misconstrued or whatever else. And I've found that to be challenging as somebody who does care very deeply, as somebody who has a lot of water in my chart, (laughs) a lot of water, actually. That's something that hurts me and I, I do get sensitive around But I've had to just go, you know, it doesn't matter what people think about me as long as I know that I'm always doing the best job possible for myself and my clients and that my values are high, my intentions are high, that I'm focused on doing the best possible job that I can do at any moment. And I stand really solidly in my integrity around that. And that's been something that I've come back to again and again and again. Something else that I've had to navigate this year is alongside that hard conversations. So conversations with people who have copied or plagiarized my work, which has happened many times this year, hard conversations, you know, around things that have not been accurate or where something has been untrue or, uh, you know, whatever else, like essentially coming off the back of what I was just sharing, like hard conversations that you don't see in the online space because a lot of the time you can't because they're conversations that legally you can't share. Like, you know, you've got to be, you've got to make sure that you're operating out of integrity. And I think it's just worth knowing that the bigger your business gets, the more you're going to have that polarity, the more you're going to have the shadows of being misunderstood or having misunderstandings and having hard conversations. And that is certainly something that has been really true for me this year. Another thing that I found challenging in reflection is that, you know, the state of our industry has been challenging at times this year. I personally find the Uh, slamming the coaching industry, slamming coaches, slamming anyone and everyone, putting other coaches down in your marketing to big yourself up or, you know, whatever else. And when I say our industry, I'm talking specifically about the coaching industry. And so obviously for many of you listening, I know you're not coaches, but because I don't just serve coaches, but just speaking to the coaching industry here, you know, that's something that I found really challenging this year is witnessing a lot of cancel culture online and seeing a lot of people really criticized. And personally, I have a real problem with cancel culture. I just have found it really challenging to witness a lot of hostility online. And there's been many moments where I've not wanted to be part of that. I wrote a post and I talked about it in a a few other episodes where I said that I checked out earlier this year because I was just finding it really hard to show up online when the world felt incredibly hostile. And that's just been something that I've had to navigate again and again and again this year and has been part of the reason why I've built out extra team to make sure that we're doing what we need to do next year to continue creating content and showing up and supporting and that not being something that is impacted by 
me feeling challenged by the state of the world and therefore at times not wanting to show up, making sure that we're always showing up no matter what's happening, because my primary role is to show up to support you, not for myself. So that's something that that has been a biggie this year. And then the last one here, and I believe I shared this in my reflection at the end of last year, but that is that holding people as a coach during COVID is hard. It has been hard. And shout out to anyone, coach, healer, therapist, anybody who has held others during these COVID times. This was the year of uh, the extended Melbourne lockdown and many of my clients are Melbourne based and coaching them through that season was hard. This is, you know, applying relativity. It was nowhere near as hard as the people navigating said extended lockdown that were in Melbourne. But just to share my experience as somebody who's a space holder, I also experienced hardships around doing that this year. So those are the worst of this year. Those were the biggest business challenges that I experienced in 2021. Let's finish up with the biggest lessons for this year. So I shared a bunch of these in my last episode as well, but just to share a couple more. The first is that this year has been a really big year for me personally and professionally because both apply where I've really started taking a look at our finances in a much bigger way. Uh, So Che came on as the role of CFO this year. He really dived deep into our business finances and we got really clear on what that meant for us personally. So obviously being a, a, you know, micro business whilst business and personal are separate buckets of money, one obviously impacts the other and being through, you know, those, those real like reinvestment years and into years now where we do take a lot of profit, as I shared before, we were wanting to get really, really smart about what we do with our money. And this has been a year where we've been really focused on that. So I've been taking more of an interest in what investing looks like for us moving forward. I'm currently studying a course on how to invest and learn more about the share market, which I'm really enjoying. I'm going to be learning more about crypto next year. Uh, So it just feels really fun and really empowering actually to learn these things. And, you know, when Che came into this role and was supporting in the business, I initially thought that he would come in and do all of this work, but our roles have kind of shifted as the years moved on because of just what we both have on our plate. And it actually has felt really great for me to take a deeper interest in investing Swift Ventures money and what that looks like moving forward. And it's something that I've really enjoyed because I think that there's always been this story around it being hard for me to learn. And I remember reading a post on Instagram earlier this year, and I can't remember who posted it, but It was basically a post talking about how like white men in suits the world over have made out like finances are really, really hard and understanding money is really, really hard. And someone was sharing like, it's not that hard to build wealth if you break it down. 
Like don't believe the story that the patriarchy has told us about it being really challenging to understand how to build wealth. And that really stuck with me and it felt really, really empowering. And so I've really taken that message and ran with that this year and gone, you know what, I'm going to learn this. Um, I'm still very much in early stages, but it's just been really fun to feel empowered to know exactly what we're doing with our money moving forward. In addition to that, another big lesson, and I touched on this before, is that great things compound. So this was a big year of compounding. You know, like I said, when I think about big wings or flashy things, there were far less of these. And yet, you know, this was the first year we did a million in sales. This is the first year that we did more than a million cash in the company cumulatively to date and so much more. And so just really want to reiterate that point. If there's anything you take from this episode, take that. Having the compound effect is the key to creating a thriving, successful business that works for you. Another uh, big lesson from this year, and this is the last lesson that I will share, and you have heard me talk about this so much on the podcast now, and so I won't talk about it too long, I promise. But the final lesson is that I am far better at my work when I work a little less. And I think that I needed to just take things to the opposite extreme with this 17 hour work week to find out what equilibrium looks like for me. If this is the first time you're listening to this, I've got a whole episode on the 17 hour work week that I've been doing. So you can go over and check that out. We'll link it in the show notes, but I've just learned that I'm far better in my work when I work less. I'm a way better coach. I'm a way better creative. I'm a way better you know, CEO of the business and leader and all of those things. And so that's just been a really beautiful lesson for me to uh, disassociate from one another, to make mutually exclusive, earning more and working more and knowing that one does not directly correlate to the other. Working more does not mean earning more for me. And so it's been really, really great to separate out those two this year and build that body of evidence moving forward for myself that one does not create the other. So that is the year that was 2021. Now, what do we have coming for 2022? We are in big planning mode in the back end of Swift Ventures at the moment. And so I'm going to be really annoying and say that I can't share a lot with you right now, but we have a lot coming next year, a lot coming next year, which I'm so excited about. So the first episode back next year, I'll start sharing a little bit more about what all of that looks like. Um, so much more to come. I cannot wait to share it all with you. And it's going to be a big year. There, we're moving into a year where there will be more coming from Swift Ventures. So this year was, like I said, it was a compounding year. There's going to be more content, more things for you to seek, sink your teeth into in the business next year, more ways to work with us than ever before. There's a lot to come next year, which I'm so, so excited about. As always, if you want to be coached by me, the only way to be fully coached by me is through the Swift Marketing Mastermind. And so please make sure you're on the wait list for that, but stay tuned for all else that we have to come. It is going to be a freaking phenomenal year. I've got really, really epic feeling about 2022. And it just feels like all areas of life are going to get big again. Lots of travel, lots, lots of fun, personal life things, lots of business things. It just, 
I don't know my word for next year yet, but it feels like it's going to be really, really incredible. This is the last episode for the year. And so on that note, I just want to wish you all the most incredible holiday season. If you're listening to this in real time, thank you so much for being here and for listening to the podcast this year, whether it's your first episode or your 50 something episode of the year. This is our first full calendar year that we've had the podcast. I absolutely love communicating with you in this way. It's my favorite favorite way to communicate with you in our business. And the feedback that we continue to get on the podcast is game-changing. If you have anything that you want to see in 2022, please DM me and let me know. My DMs are always open. Like I said, it is me in there having conversations with you and I love having conversations with you. So don't hesitate to reach out if there is anything you want to see more of in 2022. And I just appreciate you so, so much. I really hope that this has supported you in your business journey in a really big way, whether you're early stages, building to six figures, building to your first million, wherever you're at in your business, I just sincerely hope that it's supported you in a really, really big way. Thank you for being here. Have the most incredible holiday season if you celebrate the holidays with your family and loved ones. If not, enjoy the summer or winter, no matter which hemisphere you're in. And I cannot wait to be back with you for what I believe is going to be a really incredible 2022. So much love to you. <music>